Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your 18th favorite podcast. Uh, this week, it's a slow one. It's a slow burn. To say the least. But uh, we're ready to give you some entertainment. Hoping for it. Doing our best job. So uh, we have some of our regular segments, as always. Uh, I'm going to try to talk some more movies and television to help uh, you guys pass the time. Um, and then we're going to talk about the snack bracket a little bit more. It's narrowing down to the Elite Eight, Final Four? It is the Elite Eight. Elite currently. Eight, okay. Uh, and then we are going to do the second annual Sneaky Athletic Hall of Fame induction. Brought back early due to circumstances. Due to popular demand. <laughs> um, but before we get to all that, want to give a, first of all, a huge shout out to the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast um, with Logan Pyatt, our sponsor, and his buddy Revel Heron. Uh, they've, they've taken off. They've had a hot start. Episode one out. Um, episode two will be out on Thursday, Thursday morning. So the day after Sneak Athletic drops, you all Wednesday, you listen to Sneak Athletic on repeat over and over, and you leave us a five-star review. Correct. And then on Thursday, you, you stream uh, Looking Glass Duck Club. On Friday, you subscribe, unsubscribe. Yes, and then create multiple more new accounts mm-hmm. to also leave five-star reviews and subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, download. Right. Yeah. Correct. And follow follow us on Spotify and iTunes. Just come on. I follow us on Spotify, and it keeps being like, hey, like uh, you missed out on this week. And it's like, I have never used this platform for podcasts. Yeah, me either. I don't... Uh, I don't shit where I eat. I listen to music on <laughs> Spotify and I listen to my podcasts on iTunes. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's a good point. Okay. Um, okay. And then now a quick word from our sponsor, Fertilizer Service Company. Um, you guys all know what they do. They're the fucking boys. Um, they hook it up fat. Uh, the good shit company. Um, they're helping you hoe so you can make that dough and tend to your rows off Highway 59 and Fairfax Mo. 660-686-2402. Like I said, you know they got that good shit. Fast improvement on the read this week. Yeah. Thank you. I I did some practicing. And you guys know, they're keeping God's country as good as she grows. All right. Let's get started. Bowed my soul, I gave it all. But loving you was near. So, do you want to go ahead and get into uh, my part of the challenge? Yes. Go ahead and play Ride of the Valkyries. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what what'd you say? Ride of the Valkyries? Ride? Uh-huh. Okay. So, for those of you that don't know, or do not follow us on Instagram, um, Alec and I had to perform our punishments this week. Correct. Um, they're long overdue for both of us, especially oh, yeah. me. Um, and it, it goes back to NBA bets and bowl game bets when sports were going on. Yeah. The good times. Um, so on our Instagram story, Saturday night, Saturday night. Yes. Yeah. Cause we got 
tuned up. Yep. Um, I ate a sucker that has scorpions mm-hmm. out of it. And I, it wasn't that bad until I was picking the scorpion out of my teeth. I don't oh. know if you were caught that, but it was like little pieces were like stuck in between my teeth and I could like, I could like taste it with my tongue, but I couldn't get it out. Huh. So I had to like go floss. Not great. It's a delicacy in some places. Mm, yeah. So, wait, somebody told me about this, that collecting scorpion venom, it's like $1,800 a gallon. Or some, it's <laughs> some, a lot of scorpions. It's something crazy, but yeah, because it's so hard to collect. Like, yeah. the per gallon price is insane. What are they using that for? Murder? I don't know. Um, so now Alec has to perform his punishment, which is Ride of the Valkyries. Okay. Singing a song. Singing a song on air. So here I'm going to, there's no karaoke version. No. Give me a minute. You know, we'll have to wait a second for the words to come in. Okay. (laughs) There's no words in this song. (laughs) You got it. Why didn't you just choose tequila? Where there's actual at least words in it. Oh, because it was to fuck with you. I'll choose another one later. I just want you to realize that. I don't know how it took you so long. To I don't know what that song was called. It's super famous. What am I supposed to memorize every famous song? Yeah, pretty much. That's an interesting take. Um, you could I would have honored if you would have not now because <laughs> I told you, but if you would have picked tequila, where it's just like and it's just like tequila, like that's the only <laughs> word in the whole song. I'd have been like, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could probably do a Mac Miller verse off the top of my head. Acapella? Yeah. I mean, if you want. And that'll get this over with. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Let me think. Never take a day off. Look, work around the clock. My engineer getting paid off. Rock like Aesop. Light the weed and take off. So high I cannot see. Ate off. Now I got these rappers all breaking up a sweat. Because every time I get up on the mic, it come correct. Always le- dressed in something fresh. Learn it from the best. Always dressed in something boop, fresh. Boop, boop. Looking for a little dime, big button, nice chest. Uh, used to rock. Guess. Now I'm rocking clothes that I ain't in the stores yet. Travel back in time. Uh, I'm in a vortex. Yeah. Trying to make it work out. Think I need more reps. Used to board butts, bus. Now the boy boards jets. Cause kids got me buzzing like a fucking hornet. Oh. Um. Get him. <laughs> they say I got next. Tell them that I got now. It's all Disney boy. My family proud. Make them say ow. Ooh. Make them say oh. The hoes that tell me yes. The same ones that tell you no. No. <laughs> all right. Uh, that was all right. I'll accept that. <laughs> Off the dome. Yeah. Oh. Straight off the dome. This is one of my favorite songs by him, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, uh, now that we're all even, we got to come up with some new punishments. Oh, so absolutely. We well, can... we have another scorpion sucker, banana flavor. <laughs> that The one that I didn't have, it was just sugar. <laughs> it was like, I was just It was licking... just blue colored. Yeah. It was like, uh, it was like the rock candies, you know? Uh, yes. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was exactly like that. And they all come on the wooden sticks. Yeah. You know the ones I'm getting. I'm talking about. It's just like a. They have them at museums. That's like the only place I've ever seen them. Yeah. Or uh, like, oh, what's the not a theme park that's a theme park in Branson? Silver Dollar City. Yeah. Yeah. They would be like, there'd be like a whole thing you go in and you walk in and it's like uh, half of an old uh, like wagon. 
You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like the wheels are still on it, and like the bed is filled with those. Yeah, and they all say different flavors, but they taste no, they're the not exact same. sugar. That's yeah. the flavor, sugar. It's color matching. It's yeah. all placebo. Well, it's mostly. yeah, it's named. It's named like you call Gatorades. Gatorades actually have flavors, but it's like yeah. blue, yellow, red. But that's really what like their flavor is blue, and it's like mm, this blue tastes the same as this red. I think Gatorade is that way until you get into like the high tier flavors. Yeah, like uh, Frost, Riptide, Rush. Yeah, uh, X Factor, Berry Rain. Mm, That's yeah. a good one. Those hybrid flavors. Yeah, it's Fruit Punch, Berry Rain. Yeah, and then like the Rain. The Berry Rain series wine. is good. The Frost series is good. Yeah. I miss Gatorade Tiger. Do you? Gatorade Tiger was really good. Uh, there was a couple of those. That the I red one was like kind of a cherry flavor, but it wasn't like, it was a good cherry. Huh. Yeah. I think it's weird that cherry is one of those flavors that, tends to be replicated poorly where strawberry or it, it's replicated accurately and doesn't translate well where strawberry flavored shit is never like a true strawberry yeah same with watermelon well yeah a watermelon jolly rancher doesn't taste anything like a watermelon Yeah, because i hate real life watermelon and i could eat one of those watermelon jolly ranchers are awesome yeah the blue ones are the best blue raspberry yeah, yeah. they're good so what are you mad about i am mad about people interfering with me walking my dog. So mm-hmm. I have a lap, kind of a lap that I take my dog on a walk. I think it's it's got to be right about a mile. And it you sounds know, less impressive. What a lap versus a, about a mile. So a lap is more impressive. No, 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 no. The the lap sounds worse. Oh yeah, you should have started off with about. Well, a mile. I mean, it's just it's like a perfect square. Anyway, about a mile, maybe more. You know, we um, do it a couple times a day. I'm really in shape. That's how you should have said that. I mean, it, it, it's it's a waste. Anyways, <laughs> so when the quarantine first started, it was awesome because yeah. nobody was out. Now, I literally had a lady tell me to bring him up closer to her porch this recently. Today, I had a car just creeping behind me, looking at him, like for 15, 20 yards until I gave him like two double looks. I mean, like, hey. Quit being a creeper. Yeah. I had a lady earlier this week pulled up, rolled her window, goes, I know that's Gordo. And I was like, you need to leave me the fuck alone right now. Did you know her? No, but I must have, one of the times when I was walking her, she must have, when I was walking him, she must have stopped me and asked me what the dog's name was. Like, I don't remember this random lady who pulls up next to me in a Subaru and is like naming my dog. Yeah. Are they trying to dog traffic him? I don't know what's going on, but it's. The most frustrating thing is like one, most of the time I have headphones in, so I'm not like I'm having to like pause my music or like a podcast and listen to them. Like, what would you say? Or I'm just like, let's get this over with. Like, today it was cold out, and so I'm not wanting to be outside. And people are like creeping on me, like they're about to abduct me and my dog. I think they'll just take him. No use for you. No offense. It's true. <laughs> so, my beef is there's not much market for. Yeah. An out of shape twenty four year old white man, but I mean a, a one year old golden doodle puppy, for free. Yeah, they got it for free when they. I mean, they if they wanted to flip it too. Oh yeah, especially around here. Oh, uh, so my beef is unnamed teams. I ran into this problem last night uh, oh. playing board games where there's typically this happens where, unofficial official teams. Yeah, like you silently know like how one person works and like you can start kind of play off each other. I 
I don't play that way. Like you can play You're a lone of, wolf. Yeah. Like I, unless I am specifically directed to be on your team, I'm not helping you out. And I could just be baby baiting you the whole time into, you know, a switch. So just be straight up about it. If you're going to do that, just be like, you start whispering to each other. Just make it clear. No, <laughs> no. It, yeah, because that's just giving away your whole strategy. Everybody knows it's going on. Why not be bold about it? So then you could flip it. You know, sometimes I play that way where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to act like I really don't know what's going on and be like, oh, whoopsies. Did I play yeah, all of these in when? Oh, 100%. But, Trying to uh, hit it from all angles. There's also, possible. I mean, there's also teams where it's like, if somebody doesn't know the game, you have yeah. to team up with them to try to help them a little bit so that they're not just getting obliterated. I will say the one exception to this is like long base games where two people slowly but surely come together. Like they're very obviously against each other in the beginning. And yeah. they, you know, form a coalition in the middle of it, typically to take down the top person or somebody else is just being an asshole. Yeah, it's usually two and three come mm-hmm. together. Yeah, 100%. So, uh... No lifestyles? Mm-mm. So our lifestyle is to be more prepared, unlike yeah. us. As the great poet Young Thug once said, you got to stay ready to keep from getting ready. Mm. We were neither. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, what what am I supposed to give the people tips on right now? I'm not doing shit. They're not doing shit. <laughs> Good point. Like, I don't know. Watch a lot of Netflix. I don't know if that's a Get on YouTube. Sure. Sure. Explore the, the YouTube. Uh, you got about the feet. Hmm. Wow, I'm prepared. I told you. <laughs> oh God. So I have a what the feed from 4chan, which is just crawling with crazies. If you didn't already know, and this man went on to describe his affection for shopping carts. And the thread is titled "Stealing and Melting Down Shopping Carts." I've fantasized about stealing and melting down shopping carts from national brand stores since I was about four years old. It literally gives me so much satisfaction, both spiritually and sexually. The thought what? of <laughs> what a twist already. Yeah. The thought of melting down and having a solid block of shopping cart. That's that's the rest of the sentence. Like a smooth a smooth shopping cart. I don't know. I don't know what this guy is going after, but he recently got on the inside. I just got a job as a cart pusher for Walmart. Is there any way I could actually get away with this without getting in trouble? Pick related is an ugly ass shopping cart, but the ones at Walmart literally make me rock solid just looking at them. I can't believe I'm going to get paid good money to touch them. I I don't know, but somebody responded and goes, these are my skills. I don't know if they're applicable. Really good at physics, strong as fuck, 5'8", willing to do anything to melt down a cart. I mean, he has takers. Apparently, we talked about weird fetishes a couple of days or a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and we don't kink shame. No, I'm kink shaming the shopping cart people. I will. I mean, if a guy wants to fuck a shopping cart, as long as he does it in the privacy of his own home, fair. Like I don't know. Just don't bring it back. Oh God, <laughs> melt it down. You fuck it, then melt it down. You think so? Yeah, then it's melted down and it's been sterilized at least, and it's just a block of shopping cart. Well, you have information for the people this week? Yeah, I do. Okay. So, um, like I said, getting into the YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm a big YouTube guy. Um, and somebody who... this His name is J. Kenji Lopez-Alt. And he's a food writer. 
and he does. He sounds like the bellhop from uh, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody with like fifteen names. Yeah, so he, I don't know, but he's the he's a genius. He went to MIT, um, and then he's been involved in the restaurant world. Owns a restaurant now and blogs for Serious Eats, um, and then has his own YouTube channel. Well, his YouTube channel is like this gold mine for it's gold vi- mine or gold mind. Gold mine okay. for people who like like very interesting like cooking videos because he'll make, but he only for a very long time over the last three years he made like five videos, like so it's just very sporadic. It's just kind of mm-hmm. when he had time, he just wears a GoPro on his head and films himself and narrates it while he cooks, and it's just a very simple, straightforward. What do you mean by interesting, unique cooking? It's like dishes you've never heard of, but are very simple to make. And it's like fusion dishes. And like he, he works, his restaurant is a, um, worst house. So they do bratwurst, Mm -hmm. but he has infused it with Korean cooking. So they have like a, a gochujang Korean chicken sandwich on the menu at a German bratwurst restaurant. How do you think that pitch meeting went? He owns the restaurant, so oh, okay. he doesn't... Like, it went well. He's the executive chef. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, what I was getting to, the Google this, he wrote an article for the New York Times about not being scared of the Best Buy dates on your food. So this is a this is a good thing. He wrote another article about um, kind of how COVID-19 could possibly be transmitted through food. Uh, and it was very informative and you really shouldn't be worried about it as long as you're washing your hands. Um, if you're getting takeout, just like don't grab the bag and then rub your face. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he, he went into depth on this New York Times article about basically the broad categories of food going through dairy, uh, you know, grains and wheat, everything, and just kind of explains what lasts longer, what you should kind of see the best by date as a firm like it should be done this or what Best Buy dates are just kind of bullshit. So we all judge the Tiger King people for eating. And so meat is a lot different. Meat was okay. not included on this. All right. Um, meat is a whole different realm. This is more uh, dairy is a big one. He covers your any like the flour, breads, wheat, things like that. Sauces. He He kind of goes through all that stuff. Um, more like straight up fridge and pantry without meat included. Okay. Um, huh. Yeah. Interesting. But it's a good little article. If you're, if you're concerned, if you're going through your pantry right now and you're looking at a bag of flour and it says best Buy, November, 2019, this gives you an idea of whether you should still continue to use that or you should throw it out. Uh, my ultimate move is the, <laughs> Which he says, a lot of it says, follow your nose. Yeah. He's like, follow your nose and follow like your sense of your, your sense of smell. Um, not necessarily your sense of taste. Cause you don't want to go tasting everything, but like touching things. So like, the, like oil, like, so if say you have a bunch of olive oil and it goes bad, he's like, just pour some on your finger and it'll feel tacky instead of slick. So it'll huh. feel more like, like you, like glue. Yeah. Interesting. But it's a it's a good little if you haven't used all your free New York Times um It's such a bitch. It's, yeah. You only get three of them a month. Yeah. And so if you haven't used those, I would suggest reading uh his name is J. Kenji Lopez Alt. 
There is a way that you can enter in websites that just gives you the text of the website so you can go around the wall on there. I forgot uh, exactly how to do it, but I know that that's I think I just need to buy a Times. I, it's nice. It's I nice think when I, you have I one. I think I'm going to do, eventually, I need to do Times, Wall Street Journal, and The Athletic. I I don't... I think The Wall Street Journal has the broadest range, but the things that I'm most interested in, I don't necessarily like what they're writing. They have a lot of like, they have some good fashion people. They have some good like investigative journalism people that I'm like interested in. Whereas the times is the times has more like they have a good cooking part in the times. They're more pop culture. Yeah. They're pop culture for sure. Um, And then the athletic there's now there's so many people in Kansas city that are writing stuff about the chiefs Royals and even Mizzou at times. And it's all athletic, and I can't see past the paywall. So maybe we should figure it out. Maybe we should join or, the athletic. That's true. That's true. Or you could get your content on our website. We have a new article up today. Big facts. So mm-hmm. a new contributor, Jake Sergis, um, one of our longtime friends, uh, decided to do the little writing for us. So he wrote his first article uh, about why the six team format is best for the college football playoff. Mostly because it keeps people from complaining like UCF. That and it, it... That's a personal opinion. That and he writes a lot about this. He goes into pretty good detail about how if you expanded it more than six teams, it would actually start affecting the regular season. Uh, so you have to go... Uh, he, he lays it out pretty well. Um, I read it this morning before we put it up. So he did a great job. I'm super happy about that, and I know he has some more articles planned. And he's not a shopping cart guy. Yeah. know that. <laughs> the, my Google list is the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Mm. Um, just because I was curious in the show that we were just previously watching it showed up, and I was like, how did it tilt? Turns out it's the ground and just bad foundation. Uh, but there's a lot of interesting you know, information in just the wiki of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It at most was tilted 5.5 degrees. We've now scaled it back to under four and it has survived multiple earthquakes because the same ground that allowed the foundation to crumble has saved it, which is weird. It like makes it more shock resistant. Yeah, essentially. Well, I think because of the settling now it's, you know, a lot easier to do that. I think that if it was still directly up and that wouldn't have happened in the first place at all, I don't think that, it, it would, would be, be standing. Mm-hmm. I wonder what did it tell you, like what the soil was made out of underneath, or like the bedrock. Like I wonder what. Dirt. Oh, thanks. Yeah, um, you're welcome. Because, like for example, the world's tallest building in Dubai, it's on like sand basically, and so the engineering they actually had to do for it to be able to stand is like insane. Oh yeah. But I was just curious, like if there's a lot of sand underneath the Lean Tower Pizza, or if, you know what exactly it was. I know that it was the soil um, type that played it, you know, a part of it. But I think that's interesting because in Thailand they have this like huge hotel that like they also had to have a concern about that because like literally the sway of the wind would like yeah. move the hotel some. Yeah, a lot of those buildings are built to have like you have a to, little bit, yeah, uh, yeah, or they'll collapse. I think my favorite architecture fact that I know is the St. Louis Arch is built to the accuracy of where like the margin of error was less than one sixty fourth of an inch. 
I, I know I've said this before. Um, that's a good one. But the fact that the um, pyramids all around the world are lined up with some like. Like they're like facing north. Yeah. They're all like, yeah. they're all the most true north that you, they can be. Yeah. Which is fucking insane. Yeah. I don't. That one I don't know. Aliens. Um, I do have a little bit of sports related conspiracy corner though. Okay. So if you didn't hear today, Gar Foreman was fired from the Chicago Bulls front office. Yeah, you were doing a dance right now, and that is how every single Chicago Bulls fan feels. Long time coming, but as you are also aware, there's an MJ documentary in the works mm. coming out soon. I think that this is either a media move to help themselves because it's going to say that he did some screwed up stuff, or... It's a media move to let him find another job because it's going to paint him in a good light again. And he has this, you know, shroud over him. I mean, they've wanted him out for a long time. I know that John Paxson, I think, is also, he's still there. Because yeah. it's the, Gar Pax. Yeah, That's it's Gar the, Pax. It was like their Satan for a while. Yeah. And I don't, I'm, Gar is the GM. Yes. And Pax is like the president. I believe they make the decisions. Who knows? Yeah, they're the two. So there's still one of them there. Correct. Yeah. And I believe Pax was the one who's accused of bugging uh, someone's the head coach's office back in the day. That's another little woo woo. Huh. Yeah. So I I can't. Uh, it was Tibbs. Oh yeah. He's accused of bugging Tom Thibodeau's office to find out if he was like talking shit about him to fire him. I, Thibodeau would tell you to your face. It, it was something. It, it was something while like because uh, when Joakim Noah was on Pardon My Take, they asked him about it, and he was just like, "I'm not talking about that." Like so, it was something that like it's not confirmed, but he was like, "I don't want to talk about that stuff." Hmm. It's like, mm, yeah, makes you think. Yeah, take a little look. You got shows. Yeah. So, uh, what you mentioned earlier, Chef's Table. Uh, where you were uh, saw the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Um, if you are, this is I'm all. I saw that for like ten seconds, and I went off a whole tirade on Wikipedia because of it. But really, good. that's how your brain works. Yeah. Um, I'm all cooking stuff right now, but that's what I'm in. That's the mm-hmm. mood I'm in right now. Um, but Chef's Table is really good. It it follows around um, basically one chef per episode and gives you the full background and like what they're doing now. And it kind of shows you like their beliefs and their cooking techniques and like why they are the way that they are. Um, and then like the beautiful dishes that they create uh, that made me really hungry. I think that it really made me ask myself a lot of questions, both culture wise in different areas around the world, as well as how people perceive meals and like what part of it For is sure. important. Is it the gathering is it the celebration and what, you know, kind of puts that into context? Is it, you know, a large, loud group, you know, or is it a very intimate, close family thing and you're passing on tradition? Or are you eating to survive? Yeah. You know, like it's food is seen so many different ways and it's super interesting. Oh, yeah. And, you know, are you okay with this animal? Because, I mean, they talked about there was a while that they banned steaks in Italy. They banned bone-in steaks. Yeah, because of mad cow. Yeah. So it was called, it's like called Steak Florentine. Yeah. And they banned it 
which is crazy. Yeah, the guy that they followed was selling the last couple of stakes. Can you imagine how much money that was? Yeah, I wish they actually would have shown that, but they had a auction in the middle of the streets of mm-hmm. where his butcher shop is, and he had a whole um, like rib roast, bone in rib roast that he had yeah. that, and then he that he put in a coffin. And yeah. then they were selling steaks vacuum sealed, the last ones. Um, steak Florentines before the ban, and the ban's been lifted now. He's quite a showman. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, My Sap MDB is a show that's been out for a while, but recently got put on Netflix, so a new audience can attest to it. I personally believe it is the best live sitcom, like real actors ever. Community. Yeah. Real good writing. It's strong, one through five. Season six has mixed reviews, but uh, they're Great trying to writing. make a movie. Six season is no movie is like what they've always wanted to do. It also has uh, his name slips me every time. Troy Barnes, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> That's you have to reverse engineer it. Oh yeah, he's one of my favorite actors. But I think it's a good show for uh, everybody to check out. Um, up up and coming show. Yeah, I think I've mentioned this before. I want to re mention it. What we do in the shadows. TV series. Yes. Season two premieres April 16th. It's available next day on Hulu. That's Hulu does. Yeah. When it's FX. When they pair with FX, that's how they work. Um, it's an easy one. They're 30-minute episodes, so you can watch the first season in the blink of an eye. They are silly. Oh, super funny. Dry humor, but very funny. You have to like kind of think of how vamp- it's about vampires and you know the silly things yeah. that they do. Like one of my favorite scenes from an episode we were just watching is like a vampire was like holding a human up above his ha- head and spinning him around, and so he didn't pop up in the yeah. mirror. He's like, "It's like I'm flying." He's I'm like, flying. Ma- "Master, I'm flying." <laughs> super fucking funny. Great, great stuff. What are we getting into now? Um. I did want to mention some actual sports news for our sports podcast. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey today signed a contract. Four years, $16 million a year. Alec, what do we think about paying running backs? Dime a dozen, pay a minimum wage. That's right. Um, I do think that he could potentially be an MVP frontrunner this next year. Doesn't um, matter. Anybody could do that. Any running back. Plug and play. It's true. Dame Dash almost won the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, it's insane. Um, Alvin Kamara was shown in a video today. He was doing a live stream of him playing a video game. I don't know which one. Yeah. Um, and he the, the news was broken live to him, and he was like getting very excited. And he was like, oh, Chris McCaffrey got paid. And then somebody was like, what's that mean for you? And he's like, shit, I ain't work contracts. But, uh, <laughs> It's just like very like getting super excited. You see somebody else sign. Uh, that's a sixty-four million dollar contract. Yeah, good for him. I mean, get your bag, but yeah, because you're not gonna get it probably the next round. Correct. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay, so now do we want to do snack bracket or Hall of Fame? It's up to you. I say we we do. Let's discuss some snack bracket. Let's discuss. So the elite eight is. In our scrumptious category, we are currently battling it out between number one Oreos and number two, everybody's favorite, from mom and grandma, chocolate chip cookies. But our number one is losing significantly. It's crazy. Mm. Chocolate chip cookies pull. 
Well, if you think they pull in round three of the salty region, beef jerky is getting fucking obliterated as a two seed to number five Cheez Its. Cinderella Cheez-It, story. Cheez Its are. Uh, Wyatt Anther sent that fucking gif. Did you see that? I retweeted it. It's just like, it's these two guys. It's like a 90s. I thought I hit that button on accident. I thought I accidentally retweeted it. So I have unretweeted that. Oh, so I need to go back it. and do it. I retweeted it. I know. Um, I thought I did it on accident. I love it so much. It's just a 90s Cheez Its commercial. And he goes, Hey, Scotty. And Scotty turns around and goes, Cheez Its, man. <laughs> and it's like, that's my, I'm like, why does this exist? Well, it works. It works. We also have sad news for you. What you're, I guess all of my tops are out. I love all of these things. These are literally all my favorite. Beef jerky is my least favorite thing on here. That's fair. But uh, Sweet Round 3, Reese's, is also dominating number 4, Gummy Bears. And then our Savory Round 3, we're dead even split between number 1, Doritos, and number 3, String cheese. I think the most surprising is string cheese. I think it's very universal. I am shocked that people have such love for Cheez Its. I have never thought Cheez Its was bad, but Cheez Its like, are fire. On. Come on. Nobody is ever like, God damn, man, you got to get a fucking handful of those Cheez Its right now. Yeah, but how many times have you opened a pantry and there's a box of Cheez Its in there? It's fair. And it is one of those, if it's there, I'll, I'll have a couple, yeah. couple Cheez Its. I mean, they're there. True. Like True. they're always in stock. Do you have predictions of how the 50-50 split will turn out? So the 50-50 is between Doritos string cheese. I think Doritos will pull through. Uh, so I think it's going to be Reese's and Doritos, uh, chocolate chip cookies and Cheez-Its. And I think the final is going to be Cheez-Its Reese's. Yeah. I, I get Reese's. I get it. It's really good. It's the best candy. Like, like chocolate candy. Yeah. And oh man, old Reese's. Oh, slaps. Yeah. God damn. In the summer. Oh, like you just come inside. I'm going to get some for the fucking. I, I think the individual, like the smaller, like uh, foil oh, wrap ones. Yeah. The individual cup ones. Those in the fridge. I don't know what it is about them, but I, oh, I Reese's in the fridge in general. And right now, Reese's eggs. Oh. Those are making yeah. a push. And we just say Reese's. It could be, it, pick your, they have some wide variety, honestly. The pieces are good. Yeah. Flame all around. Now I'm, I want to go eat some fucking Reese's, but we that's irresponsible of Correct. us to do. Correct. So I might just, I don't want to order any off Amazon because they'll be melted when they get here. You think so? Potentially. Huh. I don't know. I, I'm more like, I would rather order like gummy bears or Sour Patch Kids, which Sour Patch Kids just got... I'm surprised. That was a shocker to me. Well, I mean, they had to go up against Reese's. True, true. Like, I get, I love Skittles more than the average person. Yeah. I think if we put Sour Patch Kids on the other side, it would be Sour Patch and Reese's right now. If we if we flopped Gummy Bears and Sour Patch huh. seats, like seating. Maybe. The world will never know now. It's true. But they will know who is in the Sneaky Athletic Hall of Fame. All right. Do we have some, like... Wait, give me your predictions of your final two. Oh, my final two? Um, I forget how the bracket is ordered, but I think it's going to be string cheese has to go against Reese's. Um, I think it'll be Reese's there. And then I think it will be... Who's beating out beef jerky? Cheez-Its are beating beef jerky. Chocolate chip cookies are beating Oreos. Could I, be. I think it's 
uh, Cheez-Its and uh, Reese's as well. But I do think there's a possibility string cheese slips in there. I could see chocolate chip cookies facing... Reese's is just on a freight train from hell. If you pick chocolate chip cookies, you're boring. Hey, I don't know. Man, I don't know what to tell you. People like. If I would have just said cookies. cookies, I get it. Which I cookies probably should have done most, in retrospect. Cookies is the most broad term of all time. That's though. true. There's a million of them. Um, let's get. What's to, a crumpet? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe we should have studied a little. Uh, teas is, isn't it tea and crumpets? I think it's more of a pastry than a cookie. Um, it's more like a. Is it a scone? It's more like a scone. <laughs> okay. Not as dry as a scone. A scone should be dry. Correct. <laughs> Um, this is a muffin. I love curb so much. Okay. So now we're going to do the induct some more sneaky athletic hall of famers. So the last time we did this was in July of 19. I believe this is the list of who we inducted. We inducted nine people. Um, they are Jared Lorenz and the hefty lefty. Um, Brian Scalabrina, Brian Scalabrini, the White Mamba, um, Bartolo Colon, John Daly, Steve Largent, who was a wide receiver for the Seahawks, mm-hmm. um, Butterbean, Steve Largent, who specifically looks like SGP's dad. Yeah, he was like he looks like my dad. Um, Butterbean, White Chocolate, nice. uh, Jason. Not gonna know. That's gonna drive me crazy. White Chocolate. Um, Joey Chestnut and the fat Penn State kicker. What's his real name? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's who we inducted. Now we have, you have five, I have six and we'll just kind of, if there's any overlapping, we'll just okay take that. That's fine. I'll let you go first. I, you need to go first because I'm trying to figure out why chocolate's name. It's his last name. Yeah, it's not... Jason Williams. Jason Williams. Ah, all I could think of was Jason Terry. I'm like, I know it's not Jason Terry. Um, So I, I can go first then. Uh, Specifically because this man just signed. I had him on this list whenever I made this months ago, but he just signed a contract with fans. He's 50 years old. He is still rocking and reeling, and he's just a guy's dude and looks like... He's not that athletic, but God damn it, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Still kicking. Pro skater one through four. Yes. <laughs> he is the game, 100%. Yeah. Like Tiger Woods is PGA Tour. So I was watching an interview with Tony Hawk not too long ago, and they asked him how much money he made off of uh, pro- Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> and he said the first one, um, I believe is the first or the second one, and he went out to eat with his man, the manager of like the the company that was making the game. And uh, oh no, this it was right. It was right after he did the nine hundred. Whatever okay. game was right after he did the nine hundred, because they had to put the nine hundred into the game late, like last minute, right? Like it shouldn't have gone into the game, but right. they worked overtime and got it in. And uh, they were eating lunch together, and he was like, "Tony's like, well, what are we doing here?" And he's like, oh, I just want to give you this in person and slides a check across the table. And it was a check for $4 million. Wow. Just like, I think, and it was like, I think it was Pro Skater 2. So think there were still two more after that. Just pulling off that one trick. 
just netted you four million dollars. Uh, yeah, and that's instantly on top yeah, of everything. Yeah, else. of everything else. Okay, so Tony Hawk, good yes. first pick. Yes, my first pick, Pete Weber, professional bowler. Who do you think you are? Yes, I am. <laughs> Sneaky athletic. With Sneaky, the, aggravated short guy with the uh, like shooters glasses on yes. while he's bowling and that veins just bulging. He has a lot going on there. A lot. Good pick. Okay. All right. So for uh, my second pick, hockey legend Yamir Yager just played so late into his career. Another old guy who kept trucking. Sneaky athletic in the fact that he's one of. I think he's the second oldest active hockey player to ever play and just such a journeyman and was consistently good through and through. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Knew that was one you wouldn't have though. Correct. Mine, Tim Tebow, the Met. <laughs> Specifically the Met version <laughs> of Tim Tebow. Cause the, the, or, or the NFL version. That's my favorite jersey that I own. Because Tim Tebow in college won the Heisman. You're not you can't yeah. be sneaky athletic and win the Heisman. But Tim Tebow as a Met or Tim Tebow as like a Jet. Like when he was a Jet was when he had that video of him running in the rain. Yeah. They like went super viral. Um Fair. so yeah. My Tebow Mets jersey is fire. So Tim Tebow post college. Pick your sport. <laughs> you just you didn't expect God to stick with him past that? There was only so much. He was working overtime with Aaron Hernandez and Tim Tebow in the same room. Yeah. And the Pouncey Brothers. And I forget who. Dan Bilzerian. That whole Florida. Dan Bilzerian was at Florida at that same time, too. Doing what? Going to college. Like attending the university. He and then was, he just became a poker player? No, then he went to the Marines. And then his dad was rich the whole time. So then he got a bunch of money. It's a weird story that he lies about a lot. Huh. He likes to, yeah, he likes to make it seem like he earned all his money when he had like a, he's a trust fund kid. He trumped it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my third pick, Sebastian Janikowski. Mm. What a boot it's on a good that one. guy. Seabass. Yep. He, is he still playing? Don't know. But I think he was on the Seahawks. Thing going on I think here. he was on the Seahawks recently. I don't know. He, he hasn't been on the Raiders for a little while, but. A lot of guys who are still good when they were and old. That fucking sucked when he was still on the Raiders, and it would be like the Raiders would get the ball back with like a minute 20 left in the first half, and it was like, well, we just need to cross midfield, and then we got Seabass, and he'll give us three. I mean, he would go and warm up from like... The, 75. From, yeah. Yeah, it was insane. Okay, my third pick. Yes. Pat Tillman. I don't know who that is. Do I? War Hero. Safety for the Arizona Cardinals, and then went and went to the Iraq War while he was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then died, and it was actually friendly fire. Way to bring it down. He's in a Hall of Famer. Okay, he's the one. He has the silky long hair. Game respect game. And he was, uh, he was like undrafted, and just like worked his way up to become a team captain. Fair. Okay. Like he, he was just like a heart guy. Yeah, you know uh, who they also used to claim as a heart guy. Never mind. This is a bad correlation. I'm going to honor that man and not yeah. finish my sentence. So, rightfully my, so. My third pick, another Raider, played quarterback, Jamarcus Russell. Okay. 
And then he could throw the ball 65 yards off his knees. I know. And that boy was big. He's big. He's large. Chonky. Yes. Um, Thick with a couple C's. I mean, and the whole, that story will almost never be topped. The whole giving him a a DVD (laughs) with defensive packages on it. And then came back and he was like, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm good to go. And they're like, what was this play? And then he tried to describe it and they're like, it was blank. We gave you a blank DVD. I love that he tried to sell it to the end. Yeah, he was like, you know, he's committed oh, to the 100%, 100%. bit. Oh, 100%. 100%. So my, that was your four. four. My fourth pick, Lil Dicky, Dave Bird. He's actually a really good basketball player. And he has like mixtapes where he's played in celebrity basketball games. Really? Yeah. He like played... Um, he played against Chris Brown in this like celebrity basketball because like Chris Brown's like really athletic, like, yeah. dunk, and they weren't expecting like it was a street ball and little he's just draining threes. Like, he's a sniper. You have to be. He's so good. Good for him. And like good, not only good from like the three point line, good from like NBA range three. Wow. But he has a song that says he won several rec league MVPs. So <laughs> I think he did, like legitimately. Good, good point. So this man. Is sneaky athletic because if you put a curtain in front of him and heard him talk, you don't think that anything monstrous is coming out on the other side. You drop that curtain and see Mike Tyson. Okay. Sneaky athletic. Uh, could yeah. it read you Harry Potter, but sneaky, can beat your ass? Sneaky athletic to the visually impaired. I just, I don't think that he really, like, yeah, he's I mean, buff. if you see his... Physical structure and the way he moves, he's very much athletic. Yeah. But if you just listen to him. Like, you see him in an interview, you're not like that guy's beating ass. I mean, he... T- <laughs> not in the way that he beats ass. The Have you listened to some of his old interviews before fights? He literally, in one of his old interviews, or he they were doing like a pre-fight press conference thing. And he looked the other fighter in the eyes and said, I'm going to fuck you in the ass until you like it, faggot. That's how he would trash talk. But think about that in his lisp. With his, <laughs> with his voice saying that to another fighter before a fight. Violent. Crazy. I, I, yeah, you don't get a face tattoo if you don't have that. Yeah. I do like that pick, though, with the explanation. Yeah. Um, okay. From... Oh, fuck. I'm forgetting the college now. Oh, it's a small Nebraska college. Anyways. No. uh, They they don't have football. My fifth pick. Yes. Danny Woodhead. Oh, wow. He came from... I cannot remember this college. Um, Cordfend University. But he, like, denied scholarships from, like, Nebraska and things like that. Uh, went to a, a D2 college in Nebraska, ended up getting drafted in the NFL, and had a successful career. Why did he turn down Nebraska? He didn't get scholarship offers from Nebraska. Oh, that's what you Like, okay. he didn't get D1 offers. He only got D2 offers coming yeah. out. And then was like, oh, man, I cannot remember the name of that college. But whatever. You uh, don't see very many offensive players make that jump. Yeah, that's tough. Mm-hmm. It happens a little bit more on defense, but... 
I, like I remember back in the day when Northwest Missouri State was just on a spree of championships. I mean, they, they still kind of are. They've they've toned down a little bit, but like in 2015, they went undefeated. Right. I was looking at stuff like that and be like, man, some of these kids are good, and it's like, well, we put them against some other talent. Yeah, I remember like in 15, and I was I was here. I had some friends back home because Mizzou was not very good in 2015, yeah. and they're like. We could probably beat you. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Northwest is not beating Mizzou. No way. Because we had, that was the year we had a defensive lineman transfer to Northwest. And he was just, and he like, he wasn't starting for us and he had some academic problems. And then he went up there and just murdered everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. You, do you have another pick? No, Mike Tyson was my last one. Okay. Yeah. I have one last pick. Okay. And this was because of the, Chappelle show sketch we watched the other day. Oh, this is a good one. Prince. Yes. So Prince was actually, despite like all the visual appearance that he had, a very good athlete. Oh, yeah. Like super sneaky athletic. Whenever they're interviewing uh, the man telling the story at the end, he's like, Charlie Murphy. Yeah. If you see him, ask him to play ball and be ready. Yeah. It's unfortunate that both of them have passed now, but... So I guess Prince was great at basketball, um, and you can watch the if you just type in Chappelle Show Prince skit, I would highly recommend it. That print, awesome. That, that's that uh that sketch is fucking hilarious. But it talks about Prince playing Eddie Murphy and his crew in basketball, um, and then I've also heard other stories that Prince would like, like ha- like be at the club and would ask people to play him in ping pong, and then like take him back to his house and just play ping pong for like hours and destroy them. Like not even let him have any, like not even let him score a point. He was like, thanks for coming over. Just to see if he could do it. Yeah. He would just like bring him over and be like, this is what I'm really good at. Just destroy him in ping pong. <laughs> just this international music sensation. My passion is ping pong. Yeah. I mean, I guess once you like peak at a, at a certain field, you're probably like, well, what's next? So you're like, <laughs> the ping pong. So you're like, you know, like table tennis, basketball. Maybe. I don't know, but Prince is Prince is my final pick. It's a great pick. It was a good way to round was, it out. Yeah, I was saving it to the end because I didn't think that you would pick it, but you picked some guys. Like I wouldn't even thought about a few of those guys. Yeah, I picked him. I made that list months ago. I made this one two weeks ago. Yeah. Ten Been, days ago. Uh, sitting on it for a while. All right. That that do it for you? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is Andy Reid still athletic? Oh, from that old video. You remember the punt, pass, and kick yeah. video where he's he's sneaky athletic. Okay, we'll we'll chuck him in there. Okay, Andy Reid is Alex's sixth pick. Yep. So solely for the punt, pass, and kick video <laughs> that plays at the first Sunday night and first Monday night games that the chiefs play every year. <laughs> Always yeah. every single time you can, you can set your clock to it. Not a bad video though. I'll do it. I'll oh, watch I it again. It. I saw uh, who some NFL writer like dressed up as him. Who was that? I feel like, Barry it was like no, I feel like he was like Mia Kimes or somebody. Mina Kimes loves Andy Reid. I feel so like that's she dressed right. up as Andy Reid, like in the old L.A. Rams thirty-four, because that's what he wears with the helmet yeah. and the pump pass and kick. That's probably true. She does love him a lot. I think it was her. Um, all right, so that does it for this week. Make sure you guys go check out the Looking Glass Duck Club. 
new episode dropping Thursday. This will be out Wednesday morning. Everybody stay safe out there. Do you need to tell them what time it's going to drop? I'm going to auto set it for 5 a.m. Wednesday morning. I'm just saying uh doesn't really help them now. Oh, they're listening to this. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> this like inception. That was like galaxy brain. I didn't even thought that they are listening to it at the end of the episode. So it does not matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, appreciate the information, boys. <laughs> that This is when every episode will be dropping from now on, you know. All right. I hope so. We'll see you guys next week.